Hello my friends and welcome to this Wednesday episode of Tina For Real, episode 28, although it is Thursday that I'm recording so this is all messed up and guess what, it's going to make my order all messed up now, it is not going to go, you know, 21, 22, 23, 24, it's going to be a 24 before a 23 and that is always going to annoy me, am I the only one that will annoy, maybe, but um, I kind of like saying things in order so that's going to bother me a little bit, but it is what it is and I'm trying to learn to be relaxed with these things so we'll see how I uh, get on with that. Okay so firstly thank you so much for being patient. Um, many of you if you are a superstar running for a superstar you will know that um, I was sick. Actually if you follow me on Instagram you also know I was sick. Uh, that is why I did not have an episode up. I had left that episode to do the night before obviously so then I could give you a full update um, but that night before I felt so bad um, I was I do have mastitis um, if you aren't a mother or maybe a father you probably don't know what that is um, I had never even heard of that until um, my sister was pregnant and uh, certainly never not that she had it just had heard it existed and then kind of figured out what it was when I became a mother so um, for those who don't know uh, mastitis is where you get like basically a clog or like a hold up like a traffic jam I guess in um, your milk and uh, it can get infected and uh, when it gets infected you get a lot of flu-like symptoms so I was um, playing with Bailey on what day would have been Tuesday uh, was just kind of normal playing with her and then suddenly I felt so exhausted that like I couldn't even you know I didn't play with her I had to just put her down and just lie next to her that was the best I could do and you know anywhere I put her I had to just lie down because I was just so tired and um, and then I, I felt I had this like pounding headache and um, felt dizzy and uh, uh, shivery. It was um, <laughs> 87 or something outside uh, Fahrenheit uh, and um, it was 77 in my house and I turned the air conditioning off because I felt cold. I was shivering and shaking. Went outside, it was 87 or whatever it was um, and I was shivering. Um, and Bailey was wearing uh, basically nothing and she was quite warm so I uh, knew something was up I called Steve to come home early and he came out home early and uh, he you know rushed home by that time I felt a little bit better so I felt bad for making him come home early but at the end of the day I'm trying to be good with asking for help which many of you have told me about as well and so I did ask for help asked him to come home and um, my friends Charlie and Trev were actually out that day um, they had been to Nashville, so which is about three hours from me, so they weren't here either. Um, and so I just kind of rested the rest of the day and then went home early, and went home early, went to bed early. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I just didn't get to this episode. And then that next morning, I still had a pounding headache. I had been, I'd slept through the night sweating so much, like sweating the entire night even though all I had on was a sheet and the temperature was the same temperature that we always have it at um but yeah so I woke up feeling just as crap I ended up sleeping till 7 30 so I had a good 10 and a half hours sleep well somewhat sleep I was so hot I couldn't sleep that well 
but um yeah so then I just took the rest of the day easy um didn't go out with my friends again and just rested so I do apologize that was late that was a really long explanation of why I was late but that's also partly um a training update as well I guess because I did not exercise um and on that note yeah so where am I at with exercise well to be honest with you I'm taking time off um I don't know how long or what I'm doing I don't know what is going on with my my glute um so yeah I'll just be completely honest with you right now some of you may have seen on Strava I posted a few days ago was it um and I said that I was wondering if it was the dreaded two words of a stress fracture. I started to think it as a sacral stress fracture. I was getting the symptoms that a lot of stress fractures, um, you know, claim that they have, particularly the sacral fractures from what I was reading about it. And um, I spoke to my friend Mario Frioli. He said, you know, kind of talked to me about his, he had three in the past, what he had experienced. He said that it kind of sounded like what he was having as well. Um, But at the same time, there were a few things that didn't match up. I did also talk to uh, my other chiropractor friend, Kyle Bowling in Louisville, and he said it was kind of tied for a glute strain and a stress fracture in the symptoms. So we weren't sure. So I spoke to my chiropractor here, Mike Sullivan, and he, you know, kind of said to him, I think I need some time off. And he agreed. So we've decided to just leave it. Initially, I said I was going to do two full weeks. Um, but I actually only started that two, four weeks, two days ago, and it feels significantly better. So I'm wondering if I even need two weeks, but I'm going to take at least one week and um, see where I'm at. But um, it was kind of getting to the point where I knew running was bad. Um, I was feeling it when I was walking quite a lot, like even walking 20 minutes, it would hurt afterwards. Um, Any cross training I did, it would hurt afterwards. Any strength training I did, it would hurt afterwards. Not bad. I would say like a four or five, but it would still kind of make me walk a bit funny. And also sitting. When I would sit for quite a long time, it would would hurt for those first few steps. Um, But then, um, so I, you know, was just cross training um, and I did try to do a five minute run just before I went to the chiropractor the other day just to see where I was at to really have that pain fresh in my mind so I could tell him where it was Uh, he's been doing ART on it which is active release uh, kind of pushing in it and then moving your body through a range of motion Um, he's been doing Greston on it which is where they get like a a butter knife essentially (laughs) and scrape the muscle he's been doing um, dry needling in it which is where they stick little pins like the acupuncture needles in there and um, turn uh, put like electrodes on them so they kind of it kind of pulses Uh, so he's been trying all kinds of things and obviously you know adjusting me and uh, none of these seem to be helping. I, I don't know if they were helping because I would say even despite the cross training, despite the little test runs and despite um, doing the therapy quite aggressively to where he bruised me, um, it was still feeling a little bit better each day. And that has continued from the very start of that two weeks ago tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I just decided that I feel like I'm kind of dancing in circles and uh, so I would rather just completely take two weeks off or however long it needs it might only need you know two and a half weeks from that first day that I um, you know damaged it or did that workout but I figured that I would rather stop now take that time and restart then keep playing this mental game keep playing this physical game where I don't know what I'm doing 
Um, and it, you know, it's exhausting, isn't it? When you're constantly like testing it and you're constantly wondering, is, is this better? Where is this way? Kind of the same with my amenorrhea. <laughs> I'm going to take it as, I'm going to just completely cut it off not cut it off literally but cut cut it off with a training just accept that this is an injury and uh, start again so that's kind of where I'm at I might actually just begin my training from the very beginning like a round two kind of thing um, and uh, we will see how long it takes but I really want to make sure this is just gone um, before that is the case I don't think now it is a sacral stress fracture I don't think it would have kind of bounced around this quickly and got to the point where I it doesn't hurt me to walk anymore and got to the point where I don't really you know feel it to push on it anymore um so I don't know but we at this point I'm just being too stubborn about an MRI um I don't really feel like running is a priority and to be honest with you the mastitis it became my warning sign that look my body has already told me what in one way which is my glute that it's being overworked there's too much going on here and the mastitis one of the main reasons they say you get it is if you are over overstretching yourself it's basically your body's way of saying too much is going on I can't handle this you need to slow down so that obviously is a hundred percent red flag from my body coming up saying slow the f down so um, that's what I'm going to have to do. Um, I was trying to make the most of my friends being here, going off and doing things. Obviously, it was a bit too much. I've loved having them here. Um, Charlie is my best friend. I have known her for over 15 years. I just, I'm so happy to have her here. Um, but they do go today. So um, that will kind of take that pressure off me to do things because uh, I can now just rela- relax and um, and take it easy because as much as I'm trying so hard, <laughs> ignoring what Trent Stellingworth was saying on the Running For Real podcast a few weeks ago about, um, you know, you can only juggle a few things at a time. I am desperately trying to juggle more. It's obviously not working. And uh, the running is definitely the one that is falling on the floor right now. But I do want to get back into it. I do want to start running again. I think at this point, though, with Bailey taking so much from me through the breastfeeding and just through looking after her right now, um, I think I am going to have to just accept that this return to running journey has to be what I said it was going to be and slow. I have to stop myself from getting ahead of myself once I get, you know, going again, that this can come back quickly. So I urge you, my friends, to keep me accountable stop me from getting excited when I do start running again and it's starting to go well remind me of this and uh, keep me keep me keep me on that path of just enjoying it and doing it because I want to run not to try and run to prove a point because I really have seen so many examples of women who um, have bounced back quickly and it's made me feel incredibly jealous and I am sure there are a lot of women out there who I have been that person and they're thinking, how has she bounced back like that? Well, here's my karma. It came to get me. I obviously didn't bounce back. I thought I had. You thought I had, but I hadn't. So um, just wanted to, you know, been eating a bit of humble pie the last few days and wanted to share that with you. Um, if you missed my, I did have a podcast um, with Million Dollar Mission, um, a great podcast with um, Adam Shibley. 
I think that's his name. God, he did tell me what his name was. Um, <laughs> he told me not to say his last name because no one ever said it right. And I've just ha- hacked it. So I've just proved his point. But anyway, Million Dollar Mission is the podcast. I did an interview with a few weeks ago. Total disclosure, I was a bit nervous about recording with him because he emailed me and his podcast is all about weight loss. So I emailed him back and I said, look, I'm not going on your show if you want me to talk about weight loss. I am not interested in weight loss. I am not interested in telling people about weight loss. I don't believe in most people losing weight unless obviously you are in a severely obese category and you need to for your health. But I said most people that follow me do not need to lose weight and I'm not going to, you know, encourage them to. Uh, He responded saying that he really appreciated my honesty uh, and that he didn't want to talk to me about weight loss. And so I went on his show a bit skeptical of him, thinking he was going to be one of those, you know, just those weight loss people, you know, the people that are always like pushing um, for like eating a, you know, clean vegetables and meat diet and um, just just over the top with their obsession with healthy eating, their orthorexia. But he wasn't like that at all. I absolutely love the guy. I had a great chat with him. Um, you can find the um, Million Pound Mission podcast or you can go on my Instagram story and swipe up. I still have the, the link in there. Uh, really fun chat. And if you're looking for something else to listen to, you can listen to that. Okay, I have rambled on for way too long today. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying these podcast episodes, I encourage you, please leave me a review on iTunes and share these with your friends. Tell them that uh, to listen to these, maybe not this episode because they're going to think I'm a nut job. By the way, I'm just talking to you, but maybe one of the helpful ones. Um, today, the other episode that is live on the Tina Frill podcast is um, how to run in heat you know, that's a very helpful one. You can share that with your friends, whatever. Uh, I really appreciate all the shares. I really appreciate all the kind words and the support and the love you guys sent me yesterday as I was feeling sick. Thank you so much. I will see you on Friday.